Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 178 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arson? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler, discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the big boy in a little boy's body, Arsene Lakpa. Hey, guys, it's me, the big boy. Sure, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually sitting on top of two phone books right now in order to bring my message to you guys. You know, being a big boy in a little boy's body is really tough out here in the world. In the world. So uh, if you're going through problems like that, just know that our Discord is a welcoming environment and you can come and join us and we can, we even got a channel for that. It's called the Big Boys and Little Boys Bodies uh, channel. That's the full title. It has channel and the name as well. So come join me in the Big Boys and Little like Boys Bodies. the uh, character limit. You don't know what you're talking about. I I, I talked to Johnny Discord himself. Oh, oh shit, this man getting hostile. Yeah, I'm getting you don't hostile. Know what you're talking about? You don't know oh, what my you don't know what my man. life has been like. Oh nah. Ooh, this sorry about that, folks. Dark. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry. Who is that? That's crazy. My man is over here method acting, looking like Daniel Day Lewis. I'm like uh, Heath Ledger right now, bro. I'm the Joker. Absolutely, absolutely. Rest this is peace. your origin story. Rest <laughs> in peace, real quick. Exactly. Uh, so for people at home, if you guys don't know how this works, uh, last episode of the month, we do a little episode called the monthly cooldown. We talk about anything and everything we want to talk about. No rules, uh, no time limit. Uh, but usually it goes for an hour just cause we got shit to do mainly me after dinner and shit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we, we just talk about whatever not necessarily video games related, but it always ends up being video games anyways. Anyways, guys, uh, just a quick reminder, if you guys want to help support the show, you guys can go to playplayerpod.com. All the information is there, all our social links, all that good stuff, information about us, um, uh, review links, and the Kofi page. Uh, you guys want to help support monetarily, you guys can go to the Kofi link at the bottom of playerplayerpod.com uh, and donate to help you know buy us a coffee or help support hosting costs for the year, which is the primary thing. Uh, if you guys don't want to support monetarily, that is okay. Uh, the best thing you guys can do is leave a review on iTunes, uh, get the word out, share this to your friends, family, coworkers, whatever, um, just so we can grow the show and uh, let people know that, that it's it's an enjoyable podcast. Um, with that being said, I think it's time to just jump into it. Let's do it, bro. My guy, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm uh, living my best life. Just got a haircut today, man. I'm oh wow nice I'm, how was that it was pretty good you know nice little uh it was a new location same barber you know they like just about to ask like what's, jump the, ship. what's the shop like oh uh, your, your barber switching it up yeah he switched it up so i typically i used to go to the place in atlantic station um tony's barber studio but i decided this time mm-hmm. i was gonna stick with the barber uh trust the barber not the shop you know how the old saying goes and um stuck with him went to this little place that you know is in the strip mall very, a very suspicious looking strip mall i would say it's got like oh, uh, nah. it's got like two or three nightclubs in the strip club or not wow, in the strip club in the strip mall in the strip oh freudian slip there my man Sorry. had a little stop before the haircut yeah i guess or after so. the haircut, you know what i mean so. you know what i mean um but yeah it was definitely a little it was definitely a little suspicious on the on the surrounding area of the actual shop, but the shop itself was fine. So I was uh, very fortunate for that. Um, speaking of little stops after the uh, the cut, your boy went to the neighboring 
Cuban sandwich shop, bro. It's a Cuban restaurant, okay. like two doors down. I've been there like three times before. The Cuban What's the sandwich name? Is, Do like, we have a name? A Havana sandwich shop. Very okay, like you okay. know, just standard, straight to the point name. You call it Havana sandwich shop. You know what you're getting there. Um, and yeah, the the sandwich is slap, bro. I gotta next time you come down. Uh, we got to get you over to the Havana Sandwich Shop. You took me to that one Cuban okay. place when I came up. Now That's I got to right. take, I got to return the, Seattle, yeah. the favor. So um, we'll yeah. hit up the Havana Sandwich Shop, get a Cuban sandwich, um, get the rice, get the beans, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, and then while I was like leaving from that sandwich shop, you know, this is a whole like, you know, event that happened today. I'm about to like okay. pull out the entire right lane is just completely blocked. And I'm like what's going on bro it's like completely backed up i'm looking i'm seeing cops in the road they're like you know directing traffic i'm like what's going on i realize next door to havana sandwich shop is a honey baked ham the cops are directing traffic there's only like four or five parking spots in honey baked ham so everybody's taking turns the cop like tells people to stop has people back out of their spots if they after they get their ham or whatever they pull out then he waves the next person in and i'm like bro we're we're stopping traffic for honey baked ham really hey, this is man, what we're doing we gotta do what they need to to get their ham and turkey I we're guess getting too close oh so. like, i mean like i guess y'all gotta do what y'all gotta do but uh it's very wild it's a wild situation a wild scenario to witness but i made it out i escaped alive i did not get uh baked into any hams and i made it home okay and yeah, bro, well, I've just been gaming a little bit today. I'll tell you what, I got my honey baked ham. You got it. My mom, she orders uh she orders them online. She sent me and Amanda honey baked ham, Ooh. some turkey slices, cheesecake cheesecake sampler, cheesy potatoes, green bean casserole. My mom really hooked it up. So shout out mom. Hope you uh never listen to this huh. podcast. But if you do for some reason listen to this episode or this particular snippet, thank you for the uh Thanksgiving uh feast that you have uh that's sent awesome. over to us so shout out to honey bake uh pro tip for people at home don't do all that that's why pick it up at the store nonsense that's just going to get you stuck in lines like arson has uh depicted just now order it online just get delivered i don't know what the shipping costs look like but i'm sure that costs uh, as well it's worth, worth it time, or so. don't even don't even do that's uh honey baked ham bro just do it yourself go to the store make your own turkey yeah make I mean, they got they got hams at the store too. Uh, you can you know, put your turkey in the put your turkey in the oven, you know. But you know, I'm not even that big of a fan of turkey, honestly. This is Thanksgiving episode. Uh, for those that don't know, Thanksgiving is right around the corner, a couple of days. Turkey, just I mean, I'm sure once there at one point I will try my hand at making a, a full turkey. But you know, it's just so dangerous, bro. If it's dry, it's just it's ruined. What's even the point? You know yeah, what I'm I just but wasted my it's time. Good though, then it's really good. This thing. That's right. If it does hit, you know, I've had, I have had some turkey pieces that, whew, really hit. And I mean, honey baked ham is one of them. I feel like it's either honey mm. baked ham or Popeyes. I can't imagine buying a turkey from Popeyes, but I feel like they they did have, Cajun have a Cajun turkey every year now. And we bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those those slap. You wouldn't think, hey, Popeyes, a fast food establishment buying a turkey from there what the hell's going on they actually okay. you know get the See, job I, I was just discussing so. this in the discord like two days ago i don't know you probably saw it i was asking if anybody had tried the uh Hell the no. cajun turkey and i was like dang like should i get one 
I mean, if I, if I saw it, right, I would have well, spoke up. I mean, you know this was going to be, this is a discussion for next year anyway, because I was not getting one for this year. But next year, for okay, sure. Okay. I, look, if you go into right. ours Discord right now, yeah. there is an event. It's called Cajun Turkey Gathering. And uh, you can join in on that, all right? So we can, uh, we'll discuss this next year. Okay. We'll, you know, get the logistics down. And I will be getting a yeah. Cajun turkey from Popeye's. Yeah, for sure. I, I would, you know, I've had it. My family hey, said I, I would suggest it. it from um, from what I remember. Yeah, other than that, I think I'm, um, that's all I had going on. I guess. Week. Oh, yeah. Oh, you said you've been playing some games. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, on my end, uh, since we last had the episode, um, my Halo, I actually probably, I, I I think this happened before last week's episode, but I just failed to mention it. I got my Halo Let's Xbox go. Series X. I don't think I mentioned that on the last podcast. Um, it's very cool. I'm very happy to have it. It has a little no unique way. boot up sound as well, which is pretty cool. Got the Halo controller with it as well. Uh, the regular controller, not the not the Elite controller. Did not get that. Although now that I have my Elite controller, and I've been using it for a couple weeks. I do regret. A little, well, I I do and I don't. Uh, the Elite controller is really really nice, and thinking that I could have had the Halo one, I'm like, holy moly, bro, that would have been so freaking sweet because that one looks cool. And these wait, I thought are you got the Elite supreme. Halo controller. Uh, oh, I did, but then I canceled my order because I'm like, I'm buying gotcha. this Xbox and this controller, and the controller is like two hundred bucks. Yeah, and that's I'm pretty like, wild. I just can't justify spending 200 bucks on this controller. So I canceled it. Um, and I'm like, man, this is a nice controller. Would I spend 200 bucks on it? Still no. Still no. You know, I, I mean, when you compare the opportunity that I had to mm-hmm. get it at, you know, reduced price. Um, really, really, really good control. And I'm at the point now where I'm very worried when I have to play mm-hmm. Halo without this controller like if i'm at a friend's house or whatever whenever that time comes if i don't have my back paddles which i now use to jump and reload mm. and switch weapons i'm gonna be in a, a Bro, bad just take it with you everywhere you go keep it in your um, uh, in your pocket that's what that's what i'm gonna have to do it comes with comes with a little Easy. carrying case so going to tote the little carrying case around yeah absolutely absolutely uh but um now that I have my Halo Series X, sold my original Series X uh, to a buddy, um, JP, for a slightly discounted price. No tax and any of that stuff. So sent it over for $75 oh, or $475 plus shipping. <laughs> $75, bro. Golly. That's a, that's that's a, a gift, blessing, basically. bro. I, I would really be blessing people. Uh, yeah, it's basically free. So $475 plus shipping, no tax and all that stuff. Uh and I bought it for five fifty. Gotcha. Uh, with Seattle tax, um, and packed it up all nice. Took it to UPS. And these motherfuckers were. I was like, I right, gave them all the information. He was like, mm, All right, now that'll be forty nine ninety nine or whatever to ship. And I was like, I'm like, Oh no, nah, I get this shit. It's heavy with fifty dollars. I'm like, You ain't got no cheaper option. He's like, mm, No. <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, that's I'm I'm just gonna like I'm not gonna ship it because I was like I'm not gonna you know charge this man four seventy five for the thing and then make him pay an extra fifty dollars to ship this, which yeah still cheaper than the actual Xbox mm-hmm. uh, price like brand new or whatever, but I'm like ah, it's, 
This it yeah, seems like insane. we can have a better way. So went to the Amazon office. I think a lot of people don't know if you work at Amazon, you can get like discounted shipping if you ship through our uh, like business centers the within heck? the offices themselves. Um, so I shipped through UPS again, but through the Amazon like little office, ten dollars, ten dollars, say forty bucks. Was able to ship him the, the Series X plus $10 shipping. So I think we both really, I was just doing him a favor. This honestly did not help me at all because I was going to try to You're in the Christmas spirit, bro. Anyways, but uh, I am in the Christmas spirit. I, just, I was just like, there's just no way. You know, there's some, I'm just so cheap that sometimes I'll hear a number. Or I'll be in a situation, I'm like, I'm just not paying that. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care if I, I'm buying it for somebody else. Like, I'm buying it for myself. I'm just not paying that. Y'all ain't going to scam me like that. So, um, yeah, anyways, 360 or the Series X is out. Um, should arrive to JP, who I think Shout listens out. to the podcast sometimes. I don't know. Um, should uh, arrive turn to up, next JP. week. So, turn up for that. Uh, so... And also, I guess, you know, while we're still kind of just on the regular day-to-day discussions, uh, watching Arcane, episode two, the show is incredible. I'm very excited to continue watching the show. Um, I, I think I'm on episode, no, oh, yes, yeah, episode two. So it's, it's looking fantastic, and I'm really, really excited to see where I am on the end of it, at the end of this entire How long series, are the episodes on this? Things. I know I'm, I'm, I want to um, watch it eventually. I like they're about 45 minutes. minutes a pop but i feel like they go by fast because it, i mean it's literally so cinematic where it's like the animation is very nice the acting is very nice like it is definitely one of the better produced shows i've seen this year um, i'm trying to think of like even any of the other shows i've seen that you know besides i mean it's better produced than all the anime i've seen for sure um. Yeah, I think it's okay. probably one of the best okay. produced Got shows this year. No cap. So you know, this is this is just two two episodes in. Hopefully, by the end of the year, I'll be able to say, "Hey, look, I finished." And then it. you're gonna start Here's playing League of Legends again. So far, Let's I'm really really go. digging it. Yeah. Hell no! I did. Ruin King was getting some good reviews, so I was like, "Okay, might Shit. might need to pick okay. Ruin King up." Um. Won't be picking up League of Legends though. That's that's for sure. Um, and then also rewatching Demon Slayer with Amanda, and we're finally at the point oh, where she's, she's in like, okay, now. I'm, there we go. I'm was in. she questioning right. it before? Was she like you know potentially dropping out? Uh, she was just like, yeah, I don't know if I'm at that point yet where I'm like really invested or whatever. But now we're into the. Natagumo Forest, the spiders or whatever it's shit, called, right? Natagumo Mountain. Let's and freaking go! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm like, even I'm watching this, and I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is clean, bro. Even like, let me tell you, I was even at the point where I was rewatching. I'm like, this is just not as good <laughs> as when I first watched it. It's just not hitting. I'm like, this is kind of boring. Not boring, but actually, yeah, a little boring, bro. I'm like, compared mm-hmm. to Jujutsu Kaisen, I was hyped on this shit. And then now we're at the Natagumo Forest. I was like, okay, okay, now I remember. I remember. This this part definitely holds up. Um, so 
yeah, I'm excited to watch more. Like we've, we've, uh, we've been binging some episodes trying to get through and, and learn out what's going on with these spider folks. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice. It's only getting and better. Are so she's a uh, very, very blessed that new season is basically starting in a week from now. I know. That's why we're like, oh, I'm like, mm-hmm. we probably won't watch it immediately. Uh, we still got, you know, about 10 episodes left to watch and then you got to watch the movie. But you're hey, ready. I'm, I'm ready, ready too, bro. We're, we're going we're gonna to be talking about it on the podcast. I'm ready. I'm ready. And we'll, we'll make sure she she's will. ready she too. Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it uh, on our next yeah, monthly cooldown. I'm sure. Or Christmas monthly cooldown. We'll see. Um, but yeah, let's talk about games, man. Let's talk about what you've been playing. And then I got a couple mm-hmm. different topics I wanted to bring up and, and just discuss. But, All right, I'm going to start it uh, off. Let me know what with, you've been playing. Uh, um, this is a, this is a hate. This is a, this is a hate game right now. I'm, I'm definitely on the, I'm on the, oh, actually, I won't oh, say nah. I'm 100% on the hate train of this, but I've got my, my complaints here. Your boy in the wake of playing Sekiro. I was, you know, all juiced up on my uh, Souls, Bo- Soulsborne, Souls-like game kick. I was like, let me get back into Dark Souls 3. I already had put in nine hours. I got into, a, I got to a boss that, like, you know, just completely kicked my ass. So I was like, let me just get back to it. If I can beat Sword Saint Ishin, I can beat anybody, right? You know, that was that was my mindset going in. And, you know, so yeah. far over the past, like, two weeks, I've definitely been making progress in Dark Souls 3. I think I have officially three required bosses left before i'm done with the game so i'm i'm nearing the end of this game it's going to get um done at some point wow but there's just so much like you know there's so much like ups and downs to the dark souls world that it just really has me like you know it just it just some some shit just pisses me off bro like you know we've got the exploration aspect of the game it's so cool you know you, you can just go and find all sorts of like cool hidden secrets you know that like feeling when you just find like a hidden item and you're like whoa it's so cool that i found this that joy that you get completely Correct. sucked out with dark souls you know they they have the items there but they just make shit so complicated they make things so convoluted they make things so they make they put enemies in <laughs> positions they make it so difficult to get to these places to feel comfortable exploring that it just makes you feel it makes you feel like you're like, right. bro, I don't even want to explore, bro. If I'm going to be getting my ass beat every 10 seconds, and if I know there's like three motherfuckers over here that's just right, gonna gang right. up on me, if I don't do this one move right, then like what what's the point of me even trying to, you know, explore properly? Like I might as well just uh, run my ass straight to the boss, do the boss fights. And then on top of that, you get into these boss fights and they just they give you nothing bro there's absolutely like you know no indication on how you should take these guys down i've had to look up probably like of the past right. honestly 90 percent of the bosses that i've you know fought or maybe 80 percent of the bosses i fought i've had to look up like what do i need to do in this situation bro because it's like God, you sit there and you damn. start just like you know just beating on somebody you just beating on this one motherfucker and then they're like and then you just die you just and you don't understand why you're dying there's no like learn there's no learning that really goes into some of these bosses then you go into then you look it up and it's like right oh, yeah, actually you're supposed to pick up this one item that's in the back of the room 
it's sitting right there. And then when you pick up this item, you gotta act, you gotta equip oh, it, use nah. the special move that's associated with that item, and then that just like one shots the boss. And I'm like, what are you, what are you saying, bro? Like how, like how is how is anybody supposed to like you know Hell nah. naturally figure out these kinds of you know these things? So, you know, I've got I've got like certain gripes with the game. Yeah. Right. What are you about to say? I definitely, I definitely hate stuff like that, and that was kind of my fear with mm-hmm. uh, Elden Ring, where I'm like, this game is so big, it's just gonna be just like constant fear, not wanting to explore anything, getting my ass handed to me twenty four seven. Luckily, people have been saying that, like you know, they've made the game easier explicitly, so that problem can be solved. Um, but you know, definitely the, that Dark Souls type where the game is very slow in general. Um, you have to be very methodical. The bosses are, you know, exactly like you said, like it needs some cheap shot or, or trick or stuff like that. No, not, not into that at all. So, you know, that's why I was kind of happy to see that like Bloodborne and Sekiro mm-hmm. were straying from that a bit. Um, and I hope, you know, we keep that trend. Well yeah, that's, uh, that's literally exactly what I was about to say here. Cause I'm like, I want, I need Elden Ring to lean more towards Bloodborne and Sekiro. Cause if it does not, then it will not be, you know, even remotely close to the, the game of the year discussions for next year for me. I currently, you know, obviously I have not played the game, but I've seen enough gameplay footage where I'm like, this game looks like it's fun. I like the, you know, open world feel of it it definitely i think it like speaks to me you know open world plus this like souls like combat but if you if you start throwing the bullshit slow ass the the main the main problem i think with dark souls is the whole time you you the the player character you are the npc and everybody else in the world they are they are the player characters bro you you move you move at like you know yeah 20 frames per second while everybody else gets like the you know the advantage in every fight that you you know even every fight that you encounter so um hopefully that gets switched up a little bit because i feel like in sekiro i never felt i always felt like i was the main character i felt like i was quick the movement options were there i never felt like slow you know that's the big thing with dark souls you feel slow like a lot of the time so you take that slowness out you 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 speed things up and you got a formula bro you got a you got the solution so uh yes sir yeah yeah, so I, I'm very excited for like yes, the, the mount and the magic and all that stuff. That seems like it'll um, kind of speed the game up, or or just add like more dynamic elements and kind of get rid of that like slow lit. walking um, in the mud. I'm definitely, uh, I'm already here for it. But yeah, that's uh that's Dark Souls. Nice. Uh, I will give a maybe I'll briefly touch on it. You know, maybe next month, next month the cooldown when I've hopefully finished it. But uh, honestly, maybe mm-hmm. I won't. Sorry, Dark Souls. Sorry, bro. Y'all might not even oh, get. Wow. Y'all might even get me. Wow. This yeah, might be that's last, might be last week here. Last until Souls. we get uh, Elden Ring in February. So we'll see. We'll see how y'all make me feel by the end of this month. But yeah, <laughs> that, that's Dark Souls, wow. ladies and gentlemen. What uh? Let's, let me pop it over to you. What are you you been up to? Uh, I haven't been playing mini games. Uh. In the past week, I yeah. oh, I guess I did finish Metroid Dread. I completely about forgot that. about that. Um, so I guess I'd give my quick thought, my high level thoughts on that. Uh, Metroid Dread was fun. Um, I think it was yeah. super overhyped, uh, based off of like my the reaction I saw on Twitter and stuff. Um, 
I'll get to that in a second. But the good things I liked about it, um, I thought it was just a fun game. I've never played a Metroid game before, so this was all new to me. I watched a story recap of all the other games leading into this, so I had kind of a general idea of what was going on. Uh, and I thought the gameplay mechanics were really cool. The boss fights were cool. Uh, kind of like the the CGI, not CGI, but like the cutscene moments where Samus was fighting, you know, just finished off a mm. boss or ran into a boss or whatever. I thought all those scenes were really, really cool, even though they were, they were a little few and far between. Um, and yeah, I, I, I like the Metroidvania aspect, or I guess the Metroid aspects where, you know, you find a weapon and that allows you to, you know, unlock some additional ability that allows you to traverse the map. Classic, classic uh, stuff. What I did not like is one art style still never stuck with me, like especially, you know, coming off of Death's Door, another Metroidvania, you know, I guess took a lot of inspiration from Metroid that came out earlier this year and is now on PlayStation. So go play that if you haven't already. Um, the art style in Death's Door, I was completely vibing with the whole time. Um, and not only that, but like the areas are very distinct, like um you know when you're in this area you know when you're in that area and it becomes easier to mentally map out like oh yeah i need to go back to this area that had this specific blocker in it and now i can go see what that blocker was in metroid i would like play the games in like chunks come back to the game and just be <laughs> like i have no idea where i need to go like all the map in my opinion like there are different areas but the different areas still look very samey like the little emmy zones look relatively similar and it's i i just felt like there was never any clear identifier that that said okay now that you have this ability you can go here and unblock yourself here to keep going like once i started just like bulldozing through the game and story and you know i just kept you know playing i, I took fewer breaks basically i you know played in like two to three hour chunks or whatever it became easier uh, just because i would just navigate from the place that i had just last stopped and just kept going in the general mm -hmm. direction i thought they wanted me to go and i'd eventually just run into you know something like oh i can use my ability here but the map doesn't really help at all um so that was really frustrating i feel like i spent more time there than i needed to and uh the story was just like there which apparently is all metroid games but people we're hyping it up like this was different. Like, I, I want to go back and see what the rest of the Metroid was about, blah, blah, blah. No, like the story was fine. The ending was kind of just like, OK, like what is going on here? It just seems like more madness. And uh, based on the other games that I saw recaps for, those were just equally as crazy. So I'm not too shocked. But, you know, it was a good game. Game of the year, I don't know. You know unless you're a huge Metroid fan, I, I honestly can't see where that's coming from. Because it was good, but not better than many of the other games that came out okay, this year. Okay. So, I don't know. You think I'm I gotta, off base I gotta there? I got to disagree or? completely, I feel like. the I do, I think the only places where I could agree with you, um, maybe, you know, the way you describe, like, the map and... I think that that might be the only thing I agree with you on. The map itself, like, kind of was a bit samey in places. Mm -hmm. Then that does make it a bit harder to navigate. There are times where you just completely feel lost, and you just are you you pretty much have to resort to just shooting every wall around you as you run around the entire map. Um, so yeah, that I think they could do a better job at. Mm -hmm. Other than that, bro, 
I don't I don't get the I don't get the dislike for the art style. You know, I mean, obviously, um, you know, Death Store. This is like a that's like a person that is. A, I agree that that is a better. It's yes, just a personal choice. Pretty much where, what it comes down to. I, and I do agree that Death Store has a better art style, but I wouldn't say that Dread, Metroid's art style was bad. You know, I think I, I was definitely vibing with it. I was like, this looks like good. It looked modern, you know, for uh, a Metroid game, especially considering the last 2D Metroid game we had was uh, 17 years ago. Like they, they brought it to, or actually, mm, I'll, yeah. I'll include Samus Returns because I was like, 2015 2016 it was even a step up from that in some ways um, because that one was a little bit rough around the edges so um i was vibing with the the art style the go ahead well just on the art style just on the art style i want to say i don't think it i don't think it looks like outdated or anything or not modern i just feel like the design language just seems kind of uninspired to me where like you know besides the like magma levels or like that magma area that was like all fiery and it kind of had this like there are some machinery that's heating the planet over here and that's what this that's what's going on over here like you know and there's also one like palace 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 ish looking area where it was like a little more regal or whatever like those kind of like gave me a sense of like oh okay that's what's happening on this part of the planet but I think the rest of the map and a lot of just random areas on the map just kind of seem, seem like, all right, this seems kind of like a robotic lab within this planet. And it's like, cool. Like it, I was never like looking around the like areas or whatever I was in. And I was like, man, this is, this is so cool that, you know, this is like, I'm so excited to be in this world. It was just kind of like, I'm just in this world and like it looked good like uh, there was a, a a lot of the animations and stuff and like the cutscenes looked great and I always liked kind of the angle that they showed you once you absorb like that little power thing that allows right. you to shoot the Emmys or whatever like being able to transition to that like 2D 3D space and shoot down the line and stuff I thought that was super cool that was a cool like design choice but it's just like the map and the the way the map looked just seems so bland to me. Like it wasn't exciting at all. That's, that's my opinion on it. It's not necessarily that it was bad, but it just okay. didn't okay. excite me at gotcha, all. Gotcha. So you're okay. I understand. I understand, man. I just can't, I also just can't believe that you weren't vibing with the story though. Considering like, you know, we had, there was a whole Bro, anime what? style. The whole game was like an anime to me. No, no, bro. Maybe because I spent so much more time, like just navigating, trying to figure out where the fuck I was. Like the anime sequences seem so, or like the cutscene sequences seem so few and far between to me that, like, that is just like such a small fraction of my memory of this game. Most of my memory is just like roaming the fucking halls and and whatnot and just like the general gameplay i I'm, i will agree the like the the cutscenes were cool but the cut the cutscenes being cool didn't really add to the story okay. for me gotcha well i i get Does that make sense were you like was the ending the part that i think like set you off 
for this like what's your appeal for the, the story appeal for me was pretty much all of the cutscenes. i think one you know the in the introductory like you know cutscene right before you really get into the game that one kind of like sets that sets you up because you're like Dang, that was clean, who is yeah. this individual that we're fighting like what just happened like why do we just lose our powers or whatever then you start to get like into the, like the lore mm-hmm. bits that that um cutscene where you talk to like the lore master basically um who but that's like that's we're all we're already like i guess yeah. that's technically the middle, middle of the, the game. game but like imagine from that cutscene to that guy i felt like felt like such a long time i mean i guess but remember this was a this is a it's an eight hour no? game bro that's all i'm like i mean it'd be yeah different if but, it was like a 30 hour game i and mean we only had like three cutscenes. i'm just saying you're telling me like if you if there was a video on youtube i'm sure there is with cutscenes from Metroid Dread, that video is yeah. going to be like fifteen minutes long. What's the well? What's no? What no, is the problem? That's, that's, that's that, not enough though, story you know? for me to be. It's like, like an it's like an an anime episode. Because like, it, it's just I bet like, you, if you put all the cutscenes together, that is the length. This is the no, length of one anime episode. Well, the difference is an anime episode is one anime episode within an arc that tells a story. This is Jujutsu Kaisen, bro. Arc. You know this how they run through it, bro. Like, they run in quick. All right. No, no. This is like, I was like, I was with it until like the end. Where I'm, I'm, it's just like we're just, just like jumping the shark. Like at the end, I'm just like, okay, I guess. Like I don't really care about what they're trying to tell me like it's cool like the fighting and stuff is cool and basically every face off and and interaction with all the bosses and stuff were cool but at the end i was like okay i mean this is sick but i have no i I mean i guess i kind of care what happens in the future of metroid games but also it didn't hook you okay it's fine i don't know i was not no no whereas you know once again i'm gonna make the comparison death's door the whole game I don't I don't know how long how much longer that game is than Metroid Dread or whatever, but the whole game they're teasing you of like, hey, there's something bigger, there's something bigger. Even after you beat the game, there's even more and more. And I'm like, Well damn, they told me a whole last story. All these NPCs telling you their side of the story and all this stuff. You're just getting way more info that makes you more interested in the world. This is kind of just like, well, this is sick. Samus is a badass, but I don't I don't give a damn about these okay, okay. Metroids. Let them take I think this fucking planet. I don't care. You and I had or if like you had just played I feel like it would have had more impact if you were more of a Metroid fan to like you know, you had played through Metroids, you know, one Super Metroid, Metroid Returns, you know, all those things cuz like that I feel like throughout all those games, you know, we get all of our world yeah. building. You know, Metroid Fusion, the one right before this one, you know, that's where uh, Samus, like, you know, has to end up becoming half Metroid in the first place. Like, then I've not I've not played all of them. Wait, have I've you played, played all of these? a majority of Super Metroid and about half of Metroid Fusion. But I did watch the recap video right before I started. And so I that's see, where I that's see. where I okay. started getting my hype for it. Okay. I was like, oh, snap. I see. This is the world that we've got. This is why, like, this is what could happen. 
yada yada and then when i saw some of the events roll out i was like yo that's crazy like this is like technically a callback to this game you know these bosses are from this game so on and so different things like that so i think that that kind of explain i think that might explain yeah. why you know we got a bit yeah. of a difference in opinion on the story aspect yeah. yeah i mean at the end of the day it's still a good game i, I think you know story story aside the like the core gameplay and the bosses and stuff were very fun but yeah it, like for this to be game of the year like it basically has to be because it's not doing a lot new for right. metroidvanias or anything it's just kind of you know being a new metro game so for that to be a game of the year it really has to be flawless or like you know from the like there i have to have fun from start to finish and the map thing was super frustrating to me um and the story was fine but it, i mean we're, it's kind of just like you. a ratchet and clink situation not as terrible where like not i guess ratchet and click wasn't terrible but it was dry right or it's just like well okay well this is cool but now i'm just gonna move on with my life and not think about this where metroid is a little more interesting but at the same time i'm like all right i mean i don't i still don't fully understand what what you guys are trying to do here or like what like where this is supposed to go but yeah, okay it's like okay that's fine all right well i guess you know you're not gonna be on the the Metroid hype train like me, and Metroid <laughs> Prime Four is not gonna do anything for you, I guess. I mean, I'll be here. I'll play it. Um, if, you know, as long as it looks clean, I'll play it. If, if people hype it up, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like when we talk about Metroid Dread versus Hollow Knight, of course, I'm taking Hollow Knight over oh, Metroid yeah. Dread pretty easily or yeah which seems like it shouldn't be the case since metro jet is the actual mm, originator um, of hollow knight is just way more um, like hollow knight so. is like uh i feel like uh whatchamacallit metroid dread was the whatchamacallit or like the metroid yeah yeah metroid is the grandfather of the series grandfather you know? so or? this is the the child is doing better I was I was saying uh Metroid and Metroid what? Dread. Sorry, that's the grandfather of the series. And um uh, you know, Hollow Knight is the, the grandson, the whippersnapper who's doing way better for himself, you know. They planted the seeds so that way Hollow you know the what, what what's the saying? Yeah. Uh Metroid crawled or walked so Hollow Knight could run. You know what I mean. Some shit like that. Yeah. Metroid yeah exactly yeah yeah i mean that's true i 100 percent agree with that and i think that's fine i just think like for this for metroid dread to be game of the year it would have had to blow hollow knight out and like basically every other metroidvania and basically be like this is gotcha. why metroid is the the true og because it's good and this is what it looks like in 2021 whereas like if you look at other nintendo games like uh i guess primarily just mario with like the mario platformers every time they come out with one uh, or same with Zelda and Breath of the Wild. When they came out with that new iter- iteration that was like the title in this new generation, it blew everything else out. And it was like, yeah, we've reclaimed the throne. This is where the where it started, and this is why we're still doing it the best type deal. <laughs> Metroid was just kind of like, hey, we made it, and we're still doing it. It's pretty good. Come look at us. Say. But Metroid Prime 4 might be that, that new. We'll see. A 3D know, Metroid new, new, game. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. 
Um, I will briefly on, though. touch on. Do you on, have any other um, games to talk about? Pokemon. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Um, I was peer pressured. I was peer pressured into buying Ooh. it. Wait, um, you bought this shit? You know me, bro. Oh, bro. I've no. Been, How, you didn't I've even mention this in our, the, in our group uh, chat, bro. That's how I know you're ashamed of this you shit. Know? We've just been, I've been chit chatting here and there with the promise of trading with other Dang. people. You know, I want to I wanna get the full Pokedex. I want to have the full experience once again. And it really roped me back in, bro. And I got to say, I okay. am not disappointed. I will okay, go let's hear it. Let's hear right it. now. Um, I think from a, I think, okay, that okay. Nintendo's or that Pokemon's nostalgia factor is strong enough to completely carry the game. You know, the game itself is literally a one, oh, not exactly wow. one for one, but mostly a one for one recreation of the uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl games that were released back in two thousand eight. Um. It's very faithful to it. Like, you know, I'm sitting around, walking around through the towns. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this spot. I remember this spot. Oh, yeah, I remember this is going to happen. I know what Pokemon are going to spawn here. Who's going to be talking to me here? Yada, yada, yada. Um, And I'm having a great time. It fills me with, like, you know, a level of nostalgia that I'm like, dang, bro, I just don't want to put the game down. The same way that I was, you know, 10 years ago however, or however many years ago. Wow, okay. Back when I was playing uh, Pokemon Diamond on my Nintendo DS. Um, so for that, I got to say kudos to Nintendo for being able to recapture, uh, you know, the audiences that way. I just feel like they got some type of crack cocaine in the, uh, in their older Pokemon games. Um, that being said, obviously there are, uh, you know, some, there are some things that I think could have been tweaked a little bit, you know, to make the game a little better. I think that they, you know, took a couple of steps forward, but they also took a couple of steps back um and that kind of does you know leave it at right at like just the this is an okay game um obviously you know this game is not up for game of the year i don't think you or not game of the year you know it's not up for any uh game awards because it was too late but even if it was early enough i don't think it really (laughs) deserves anything since it's just a remake of a game that came out uh 13 years ago so overall the game's all right it's a it's a good game to play if you really are uh, you know feeling you know that crave for the OG Pokemon. Um, I know you played Pokemon Sword, right? You played Pokemon Sword, mm-hmm. right? Okay, and it it you played it, you beat it, but it wasn't it didn't yeah. really click yeah. with you though. Played it was it, just like it. it's just another Pokemon game, so and so, whatever. Um, I don't know. You may have, you may end up with the same yeah. like kind of opinion as I do on this game. If you were to ever, you know, get this remake, just because I don't know. Did you play uh, Diamond and Pearl growing up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what I'll say, right? Like Pokemon Sword definitely was the point where it just made me realize, okay, this is not like just being Pokemon isn't going to be enough to bring me to the table for from now on and you know pokemon diamond i had pokemon Dang. diamond as a kid had two copies of it i lost my first copy got a second copy played the game all over again um like it was a great game you know and i played a lot of, i played fire red leaf green uh emerald diamond um probably some others that i can't think of right now um and you know i love the franchise but at this point it's just like it's just gonna have to be 
a game on the next level to make me want to play Pokemon anymore just because it is a time sink. It's not as exciting as it used to be for me, just the premise, especially seeing like as they made a lot of the processes easier, which, you know, I like kind of the challenge that it takes to like, okay, I have to pick which Pokemon I want to level up. Well, Mm -hmm. now all the Pokemon, now now you get the XP share immediately or whatever. So now it's just kind of like, okay, well, I'm just leveling up these six Pokemon or whatever. And, you know, what 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 incentive do I have to switch out or like do it like it's just I don't know it's just not as exciting of a concept like I was mentioning in our group chat earlier that it's like if they brought back Pokemon Coliseum or something like that and I guess that's kind of what they're doing with Pokemon Arceus then I think that would be something that would make me pay attention you know something that is not just super happy and like blah 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 like uh what was it sapphire and ruby when it's like oh yeah these two ancient beasts are fighting and like you gotta basically sort the shit out before they destroy the world i like that kind of premise like having a rival that actually is not cool with you and you actually feel like you want to beat them and they're really trying to compete with you and stuff i miss that like that was pokemon uh sword and shield and you know yeah so you know that that kind of just soured the whole thing for me and just kind of felt like ah, this is fine but not really worth my time investment so uh, i won't pay to you know play this unfortunately just because i'm kind of over it but you know i'm glad that you're enjoying it and if the right game gets remastered i might give it a look like if it was an emerald or a it's too late for that sapphire i might give it a look um or a pokemon coliseum yeah right exactly um but okay yeah i I don't know i'm not super interested right now (laughs) this this podcast has been me just shitting on you're like you know i really like this game how dare you you're wrong because honestly it was shit make me me feel like an awful individual Um, but but yeah that's that's my take okay that's uh you know i'm sorry i'm sorry about that i guess that's uh that's all i pretty much had to say about pokemon you know you've completely shut me down now i'm playing (laughs) all right i've wrapped that shit up yeah just go ahead and wrap that shit up real quick uh uh i guess the last game we've both been playing is halo um also i bought guardians of the galaxy recently so we'll see how that if i have time to jump into that we'll see how that is but we've both been playing halo haven't been playing as much as i have wanted to just because i've had a couple other things uh that i've been spending time on but um, having a great time, man. I, I think, you know, three, four, three, has killed it, man. And they've prone, they've proven to them, to, to everybody that, Hey, like this multiplayer game is the real deal. Um, and same with the campaign, uh, the preview so far from people who've played like the first five hours have been all positive from what I've seen for the most part. So, um, it seems like they really have something special. Um, the micro the battle pass, while it's still like, they kind of fixed it. Um, and I hope they continue to push some good improvements. Still kind of ass, you know, still the microtransactions and cosmetics and stuff. That, that whole yeah. process is still kind of ass to me, which is kind of like the one sour part of this whole experience. Everything else, I feel like, okay, it's there's an easy solution. Like them pushing playlists, I'm sure will happen very soon. Um, as well as like a couple other different features that people are asking for. I'm like, okay, this seems easy and I'm sure it's on the timeline. 
Um, I don't know how they're going to approach fixing the battle pass and stuff, but I hope it's good. If they don't, it's going to be super lame. It's going gotcha. to be kind of a yeah, bummer. Same here. Uh, I was actually, uh, right time. after you hopped off, Amari and I were talking about it, and I was like, dang, you know, what? one thing that I think that would uh, help out the battle pass, get rid of the locked-in missions, like the locked-in challenges. You know, they have given they give us 20 or so challenges for the week. Let me work yeah. towards all of them. Don't say, all right, you only got five that you can work on. Just let me work on all of them in the order that I want to work on without having to, you know, use those little challenge swaps or whatever, bro. Like I think that that kind of system right there take really draws away from uh yeah. you know from the game. Cause like, you know, but main example right now, you know, I've got five missions all geared towards like, you know, either ranked or big team battle, but they just put out Fiesta mode. Like, why the fuck would I want to go play ranked in big team battle when Fiesta mode just dropped out? Bro, right. Fiesta mode is lit. Everybody's going to be on Fiesta mode. Everybody's going to be having a good time. You're telling me I want to, like, take away, you know, my precious time to go do right. these other game modes that I may not want to play as much. So, you know, just things like that. I think that little simple switch right, might be a significant change, in my opinion. I think that could be a significant change to the system. But, you know, obviously, I don't know anything. I'm not a uh, yeah. developer. I'm not at 343, but, you know, maybe one day. Uh, they'll listen to me. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting how they how they update it because it's like like you said, the challenge swaps are a big part of like the system, right? The reason that you can't tackle all the weekly right. challenges at once is because they want you to buy the challenge swaps or whatever, which is kind of and I think you even unlock challenge swaps as a part of the battle pass. So, like, I don't know, it's just kind of a mess, and it seems like you know they definitely stepped into a hole with this one, which, you know, otherwise it seems like every, you know, besides this particular situation, every other aspect surrounding Halo Infinite in general has been positive. Uh, uh, there's been like a lot of positive press on it. So, um, you know, I wanted to kind of use that to talk about uh, the Xbox museum that I, that was released today um, that I got a chance to play around with this morning and a little bit throughout the day. Um, just to kind of, you know, we're going to talk, I, I want to do an episode where we do like, uh, console slash, you know, companies and review, you know, give PlayStation Xbox their flowers, give them checks or dings for whatever they did wrong or right. Uh, but like Xbox museum really kind of was a cool event for like the 20th anniversary of Xbox. Um, and I feel like this, the end of this year has just been incredible for them. Like they did Halo right. They did Forza right. Um, uh, they did Psychonauts 2 right in August. Uh, and now like celebrating this 20th anniversary with l releasing the, the beta early and doing this little Xbox museum. Super cool. Um, basically what it is is you go to museum.xbox.com and you actually like play as this little avatar and you get to run through like these, this little virtual space mm -hmm. that's like a little multiplayer space because you can see other avatars running through. And there's just a lot of little different like points that you can stop and check out and, and read a little bit or like watch a short video. And it was just really cool, man, to see the history of Xbox, um, kind of the decisions that went into originally designing the Xbox, why they chose the color green, like the red ring of death, like just a lot of those cool, interesting moments from Xbox history. Of course you get to the Xbox <laughs> one exhibit and that shit is just sorry, bro. It's like 
There's they no videos. No, there's barely anything to click into. All the achievements are like, and they don't, bro. And, and a lot of it was like, hey, here's an achievement that has nothing to do with the Xbox One, but it just happened in this time frame, so we're gonna include it here. Xbox One was absolutely terrible, which makes it even crazier to see like how crazy the Xbox 360 was with revolutionizing Xbox Live, uh, avatars, gamer score. Uh, like all this random stuff, like wireless controllers, all these like crazy changes that define gaming today happened during the <laughs> Xbox 360 generation. And then they were like, they mm, wanted a challenge, bro. They wanted to, they you know, they capture the player's one, hearts. Like, they wanted to smash them so that way they could rebuild them even stronger. Damn. Yeah, they were like, let's play on hard mode. Let's fuck everything up and see what we can do from here. But uh yeah it was really cool man it was, it was a really cool like walk down memory lane and then going to be able to like being able to log in and see your stats and like walk through this museum of your stats super super cool um i really really enjoyed nice. that would so, you recommend uh, shout out to xbox a, uh, for that like little a xbox non, museum you know, a person who doesn't have like um, the xbox history behind them would you recommend them still going through this uh this little exhibit because i was thinking about it but i'm like you know, I don't really have that full background like you do. Uh, I. Yeah, so I think using, like, if you're a fan of games, I think it's worth, uh, going through. Like, if you're a fan of games or just like interested in Xbox in general, because it does a good job. Like, if you're actually legitimately interested, it does a good job at literally walking you through and explaining to you everything you need to know. Like, it'll be like, Oh, did you not know about the red ring of death? Here's exactly what it was. And even me as somebody who's an Xbox fan, there's a lot of stuff that they showed uh, that I had forgotten about, or I'm like, Oh, I didn't even know this was a thing. Like they talked about, uh, I love bees, which is related to halo. And there's references to it in halo infinite and stuff. And it's basically like this crazy, like, augmented like reality game kind of like uh <laughs> nice uh, swamp uh, pop with Clo- 10 cloverfield lane or whatever it was like this cr- it was this crazy arg like way back in the day as as like a as a marketing thing to launch halo 2 and it had these people going to these gps coordinates using map quest or whatever like talking on these pay phones and stuff and it was just like a cool video to see randomly in this like exhibit and i was like oh this is pretty rad like they had a video about xbox zero hour which i guess was like this event they did for fans where i think they went to like arizona or something for the launch of the xbox 360 and like a handful of fans were selected and they basically partied and all were able to buy the first xbox 360s uh like a couple weeks before launch or something like that Mm -hmm. um so all this stuff was like just cool to see right um so yeah i'd recommend somebody you know going around checking it out like just playing with the experience the experience itself is pretty pretty cool how they put it together anyway so um yeah yeah for sure i would i would suggest somebody go check it out even if they don't even if they aren't as attached to the xbox history um before we go um I was going to talk about uh, uh, the Game Awards. Um, I'm excited for them. Uh, we're going to do predictions. I was going to, it's kind of late for this, so maybe we'll save it to, for another episode, but um, I'll give it to you so you can start thinking about it. 
there's a lot of controversy about like Forza just barely even making the cut line deadline. Um, you know, so it was kind of hard for people to recommend it for game of the year and stuff. And just like how the arbitrary deadline for the game awards works, you know, meaning like games like Halo Infinite or whatever Pokemon Shining Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl or whatever won't really be making it into the consideration and we'll have to wait till yeah, next year, which as they, should. <laughs> they will most definitely get overshadowed um, you know, since they're as they should at the very tail end of the season uh, the year. I'm interested in like what your ideal game awards would look like if we were focused on the awards themselves. Like obviously, um, you know, it's more, in my opinion, it's more about the announcements. The awards are kind of like secondary to the announcements and the reveals and stuff, which is why it's not in January. In my opinion, you know, other people may disagree, but that's how I feel about it. Um, but yeah, I was curious, like if we wanted to make this the, like the prime, you know, the prime place to celebrate everything that came out this year, um, how would we do it? Okay. So maybe I had some ideas on our prediction this episode. We'll talk about that. Do you have any yeah, general, general thoughts? thoughts you yeah, know. I want to. You already got some ideas. Yeah. Throw them out. Um, just overall, we can talk about it deeper idea. later. Um, I would think that it needs to be moved to January. You know, just this is just like you know, obviously, no, I have no stakes in the you know the games industry. I don't really don't know any of the logistics, but it just kind of makes sense to me. Where it's like, bro, if, like how are you gonna get all the games that came out mm-hmm. in the year in the year? if you cut have the cutoff before the end of the year like it, that just don't make any sense to me i mean theoretically it makes sense as long as you know in the next year like you know in 2022 we're you know taking into account the games that released in uh um you know end of november and december of 2021 but i just feel like nobody ever does that so i think you know it would just make it a lot easier on everybody if we th- did game of the year awards in the beginning of the year and then boom we have it'll just cover last year's uh last year's games but you know that's my that's my general overall thing we may talk you know more about why that's a dumb idea why it's a that could be a feasible idea uh next week when we actually talk about it sure nice nice yeah it'll it'll be interesting and you know like i said i think it always comes back to the reveals and like being able to partner with these other these game publishers and stuff to reveal cool stuff. And they probably just don't want to reveal stuff in January, but, um, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. Bro, go eat. Uh, but bro. with that being said, I, I need Feed to eat some my guys. So it's yourself. time to wrap this show up. Uh, also guys, thank you for listening to player player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways, or you want to submit a question to the show, visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. Big shout out to Aaron Miller, as always, for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter uh, and Twitch or our Game on, folks. on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming.